Is this uh, just audio or? Mm -hmm. Okay. Audio and video. Oh, okay. Video for what? YouTube. You release this on YouTube? Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Did a uh, shot of espresso in my <laughs> coffee today. You know, that mermaid is called Cyrene. Oh, really? Yep. She is the goddess. You know, you know the story of Cyrene? Cyrene is a Greek god. She's a mermaid. What she does is she seduces sailors. She sings with oh, okay. her beauty and her beauty. Yeah. And so the sailors come closer yeah. to the shore. And then once they crash into the shore, she eats their heads off. I know the story now. Do you know that a lot of the a lot of these uh like bigger corporations have very like dark backgrounds to their their their, their like logos? You know what I mean? Oh, I'm telling like, you. I, I, I can see that now. I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait a second. That is that person you're talking about from that that story. Why pick that? Right? Hey, John, what's up? How are you doing? Hey, man. Good to see you again. Good to see you. I know. It's been a it's while. Been, right. It's been a while. Now I've got my podcast, Not Your Typical Psychotherapist Podcast. What do you think? I've listened to a few episodes, man. I really like it. I do. Nice. I've, been, I've been. I caught up with the, with the first couple, and and uh, yeah, I like what you're doing. Awesome. So, you know, I, I, it's it's long overdue with this podcast, right? I just wanted to, you know, invite folks, and maybe the f first few podcasts I wanted to do on my own, just because you know, it's it's just a way for me to connect with with uh, uh, with the community on a different level, which is this podcast. Well, I'm glad you're doing it. Long overdue. I'm sure you had a lot of people that were pushing you in that direction and <laughs> saying, when's your podcast coming out? So here, here you are. John, you and I have been friends for a long time and we just don't have these surface conversations. Actually, you know, we have philosophical existential conversations about all, all times, all kinds of things from past lives to spirituality, to faith, to meaning and purpose and all of that stuff within the context of not only the professional life, but also your personal life too. And, um, you know, you've given me a lot of permission to speak about things that I normally don't talk about with other folks because you allow me to get to that place. This conversation today is pretty meaningful for me, right? Because it takes it to a whole new level of consciousness and unconsciousness. And for those of you who are listening, it's going to sound for a few minutes here a little, little um, over the top. But for those of you who've been following me on social media and um, seen my journey, I'm a very spiritually minded individual. I wouldn't say that I'm woo, but I'm at a place where um, I believe the metaphysic, metaphysics and a lot of things that we do in the context of our business sometimes venture in and out of those areas. And one of them is questioning the purpose and the meaning of the, all the things that we're doing. So, John, let's have a conversation here. Uh, we have no direction in the conversation, but I'm just going to start it off right now. What do you think of folks or uh, in our profession where there's such a high need to be seen, to be heard, and if you're not seen or heard, there's something missing there is something within us that we strive for you know and if we're not seen or heard it seems like we're we're lacking something 
tell me, tell, tell me your thoughts on this, John. It's a good question for, for therapists, right? Mm-hmm. Be, because how can you not go back to some type of childhood want or need that wasn't fulfilled? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that being said too, you know, you, people with different personalities, they, 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 they might be more, you know, what we call like introverted or extroverted to that degree. But I think for a lot of people, they're wanting to, um, you know, it's very possible that they're wanting to you know, be acknowledged and appreciated for their, you know, their authentic self can use that term right. and that their desire to be adulated in so many ways too can add into that. And, and, uh, yeah, I don't, I, there's nothing wrong with it at all. I've gone through periods where I've, I've sought more of that. Um, we could probably get more into this later on our, our talk about me personally, but, um, yeah, I think there's something to that. I mean, kids definitely need to be acknowledged and, and guided through their experiences. And I think of my daughters, uh, especially my younger one, uh, but they, but they both done this to some degree. And then they say things like, look at me, watch me, you know, look at me do this. Right. Well, what are they wanting? Well, they're wanting to, to help you or have you help them rather uh, kind of f- found uh, I'm trying, to, trying to say here, like develop a foundation for their reality. Right. So it's really important for us as kids to be recognized by our parents you know, and for different reasons, mom, and for different reasons, dad. So that's what I go to. When you ask that question, that's what I think about. Like, where were you not acknowledged in the ways that you needed to be when you were a kid? You know, that's interesting that you went to childhood. You know, when I think of that, John, I think, oh, you know, for those of you who are listening, please, please, please don't take this um, as anything uh, negative, okay? But we go through dev- developmental stages, um, from childhood to teenage to adolescent to adulthood and to elderly, right? Where I believe wisdom is located. For those of us, for those of you who are seeking recognition, I'm wondering, where are you in the developmental stages of yourself? For those of you who are parts work workers, where are you developmentally? And I think, John, it's interesting that you went to the childhood that if you're craving to be on stage, to be a keynote speaker, to do all the things to be recognized, there's a difference between recognition and there's a, there's a difference between going after your dreams and loving all the things that you're doing. You're going after that, but you're recognized for it mm-hmm. as opposed to doing all the things so that you can be seen. Right. But wisdom goes all the way to a different realm, Yes. Yeah, well, I'm interested to hear what you have, hear what you have to say about wisdom, but 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 I think it's important too to acknowledge that you know there's a the the craving or desire can be different than the attachment. Meaning, like mm. some people are meant to be <clears throat> speakers, some people are meant to be on stage. That's who they are. The problem is where when I'm not on stage, when I'm not getting the attention. That's right. Am I feeling this lack? Mm-hmm. So that's where, like, that's where I was talking about. Like, if there's a void there, then asking yourself the question, like, where was I not given this? Because we don't want to 
not be who we are either. So, you know, if you're, if you're meant to be a person who's, um, in, in, in public view a lot, or, you know, like on stage or performing even like by all means, like go do that. Mm -hmm. But we shouldn't have such a rebound effect when we're not getting those things. That's, that's kind of where we'd be like, Oh, interesting. Well, where, where did this show up potentially in childhood? So anyway, that's where I go just naturally when you ask that question, because that's just the type of therapy that I do with people. And yeah, that's yeah. just kind of how my mind works. Yeah, that's very interesting. I, I, I love that approach where, you know, if you are, it's almost as if you're, you're being in a limelight, going after all the things. It's almost as if unconsciously you made that part of your identity. And that's, I think that's dangerous, right? I, I think that, I mean, if, if that's, if you want to be a speaker, if you are meant to be a speaker, that's one thing. But I'm wondering if there is a degree of journey for many of us adult professionals to say, I'm enough and all my speaking engagements are icing on the cake. They do not add or lessen. They just enhance my professional world. And I think, you know, from what I'm hearing from you, John, is that there's a lack, right? And I hear this a lot with many of the folks on social media, or at least my projection of it, where, you know, th th they disclose how lacking or how bad they feel when they see their colleagues getting gigs, speaking engagements, they become keynote speaker, they're doing all the things, and they feel like they're not doing enough for themselves. Your thoughts? Sure. I, it's like, well, do you really want that? Or is that what you think that you want? Mm. Right. And that goes back into, I mean, I, I think that's what you're getting at with the wisdom piece. Like, what would wisdom say? Well, wisdom would say, why would you want to do anything for yourself that you don't really desire, but that you think that you should be doing? Right. Well, the answer is, well, you wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, the ego shows up really strong in this because it's basically, it's about comparison. Mm. It's about needing more. It's about, you know, trying to get rid of what I perceive as lack. Wisdom would say, there's no lack. That's all just a perception. That's right. Wisdom would say, you don't need anything to complete yourself. You're already complete. Exactly. Right. John, That I think that's the crux of my question. When do we believe that we are enough? When do we believe that look I all of these things are it doesn't it it doesn't matter or it does matter but on a different level, you know? There's a sense of that. Yeah, we're going we're going deep. This is deep stuff, man. I like it. John, you know me. Yeah. Every time I get involved with you, I mean, you know, when we went to Hawking Hills, remember? It's like even when, yeah. we, when we had rum and coke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember, man. Um, you know, it's good. It it's just that these questions, you know, you we can parcel these apart and go for hours and hours. But there's a there's a there's a difference between perception and reality. Mm -hmm. And I and I wanna I wanna say that a lot of people are starting to peel back that difference because they're just not satisfied, happy, or they're overburdened or stressed to the point of exhaustion, they're depressed. And they're asking themselves, like, you know, is this me? Is this who I am? What 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 am I? 
What mm-hmm. what do I want? What completes me? And these are all really good questions to ask. But I mean, you know, for most of us, or for a lot of us, I can't speak for everybody. Like you know, we're in those middle age years, and that's that's a thing. Yeah, it's a very contemplative time of life. So naturally, I think these are good things to be getting into. I mean, I feel very good, but I think they're good things to be getting into. Absolutely. You know, I I mean, for for it, it, what you're saying is really hitting with me because, you know, I've got these multiple businesses. Um, I believe that that I worked really hard to get to this place in my career. There's always up and down uh, in businesses, but also in, in my personal life, I'm also, uh, and, and you know, John, um, after my mom passed away, there's also that contemplation, right? Um, visited places like the Vatican, get, getting connected to my, my my faith. And now, you know, being faced with another family member who's going through some things. And it really questions, really catapults me into the wisdom aspect of, of, uh, of thinking about why I do all the things I do. You know, and I, I'm not quite sure if many of us in the professional world can really say that. Or if, if if any, even think about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's for every individual. I, the people who are tuning in to your podcast probably can affiliate with what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? And and am I enough? I think was your question earlier. Anyway, yeah, I mean, when am I enough? But you know, when you're when you're you especially, I, I, from what I know of you, you know, you are a very family oriented person, and you are a caretaker. So with your parents changing and with your mom passing on, how can you not be reflective of who am I? Because these roles are at a precipice. You will no longer be the caretaker of your parents at some point because they won't be in their physical bodies. Right. Right. So how can you not reflect on that? And am I enough? I remember my father-in-law very much like you in in so many ways. Um, But he, would constantly have this question in his mind of like, did I do enough for them? Did I did I give enough to them? Did I care enough for them? And since we're talking about metaphysical and the spiritual, I had uh, set up an appointment with him with a, a psychic medium that I really affiliate with and really, really trust and. Well, that came up in his reading. Mm. And sure enough, his dad shows up mm. and says to him through the medium, I just want to thank you for everything that you did. Wow. You did a great job, right? So of course, you know, he's breaking down. Oh. You know, like I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it. He, you know, he's breaking down. And I was just kind of sitting watching. Um, he wanted me to come along. But it was exactly the words he needed to hear to understand. That even as an adult, we need that recognition of our efforts mm. to know I'm fulfilling my role and I am enough. Right. Right. So that was healing for him, I think, in, in so many ways. Of course, he's enough. I mean, he just by being there for them, just by b- giving them the, his love, he's enough, of course. Because right. we're never not enough as long as we're present. Right. Um, but the mind can certainly go through these questions and these contemplative episodes where it's like, did I do it okay? 
am I, should I do something different? Right. How am I going to be perceived? Like that, that's, that's going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that, John. I mean, you know, I, I've had many, you know, in, in my experience, helping my dad get out of bed, go to the bathroom, making sure that he doesn't fall really makes you think about the things that we take for granted, right? In those moments, I always think about, look, I am not a speaker. I'm not a keynote speaker. I am not a real estate investor. I am not a group practice owner. In this moment in time, I am a son helping my dad get out of the bed, put him in the bathroom, make sure he doesn't fall. He's hanging on to me. And in that moment is that human interaction of nothing else matters at that point. And I think, why do we need to get to that point of seeing someone helpless and then contemplating on where we need to be? You know, uh, if you're uh, aspiring to be a speaker, a keynote speaker, all of these things in the context of your professional world, I'm not showing, I'm not throwing any shade on that. What I'm saying is really look at yourself to a degree where you are higher than you think. You are created in an image that is much more profound than you think. And I think the day-to-day of social media, for me, John, like I told you earlier, I deleted the app on my cell phone. That's huge. I mean, I have never done that before. I don't feel good about it because that's part of my brand, right? But it took so much out of me within two days, just this past two days, not to even look at my social media. And I can tell you, I feel like I found myself. <laughs> I'm not in this unconscious or conscious uh, um, comparing myself to other people. I had no idea I was doing that. I thought I was a fucking badass. But as soon as I detach, I'm like, no. You are craving something that you were lacking when you were a kid. And I'm still in that journey, John. Yeah. Well, I, w- I would imagine that to some degree, I mean, you, you, your parents, maybe particularly your father, the, the way that you show him love is by helping or assisting or in any ways that you can, right? It, it, even as a child, all the way up to being an adult, right? That's just that's just kind of the thing that you would do. And of course, how can you not still want to express that and get that approval from him, right? It, and it's, you know, that that there's nothing you can do about that or change that. It just kind of is. And mm-hmm. I, I like what you said earlier about, you know, th- there's the only thing that matters right here in this moment. I'm, I'm helping him, right? Well, the present it shows up in very powerful ways sometimes mm-hmm. and it's felt it's not thought right it's like i'm feeling this because i'm present i'm understanding the reality of this moment and how important it is as emblematic of our relationship and how how much it means right there's no thought into that there's no conceptualization there's no what if there's you know how is this being perceived like you're just you're just there right you know so I mean, we spend so much of our time, I think, trying to figure out like how to do something or how to meet people's needs, you know, clients or audiences. And 
really the if you if you were to ask them, I bet the majority of their answers would be somewhere around. I really appreciate it when you're honest and present and you're forthcoming. Absolutely right, and because that you because somewhere in that connection we know we're getting value. That's right. Right. It's not it's not the concept. It's the reality of the being in the present moment. But but what's causing our burnout? I'm kind of jumping around here, but what's causing the burnout is like constantly being in our minds about what we think we should be doing that's exhausting that's right i mean i guess if it's not it can be you can get to that point for sure i, I mean it's beautiful like we are, your your story there it's like what else what else is better in life than to connect with the people that we love absolutely like, what are we doing all this for anyway right right to so that so that we can, you know, be be uh, held in esteem by other people. Right. Like, well, whose job is to hold my esteem? Is it to, is it is it people who who follow me or is it me? Well, let's just let's just get to reality. Like, it's me. So, of course, I'm going to get burnt out <laughs> if I go the other direction. You said something very. I think it, what's coming up for me is okay. Here you go. If you want to be a speaker, and let's let's shift a little bit on the now what, John. If you want to be a speaker, if you want to do all the things, host retreats, be successful in your business, I wonder if we should think less about the accolades, the success of it, as opposed as as opposed to um connecting with your audience, connecting on a level that is much more than Hey, I did the thing. Look at me. Instead, moving into the, hey, I hope I gave you value by what I gave, what what I'm talking about here. I hope I enhanced your spiritual world, your life, your professional world. I think that's the difference, right? The, the the one spectrum is, look at me. I'm on stage. I I did all of this. I dress good. I smell good. <laughs> right. I fit then, the part. I did the I, role. I I completed the dance. Like, don't you love me? Don't you see how well I'm doing? Right, right. right. And I clap and I clap and I cheer. Yay. Yeah. And then you go, I must be doing well, you know? Yeah. So I think that's it. I think that's it. Right. And then the other spectrum is the the humble piece is, did I enhance your life and gave value to you on some level? Well, that's not up. That's, well, be honest with you, Vince. That's not on you. That's on them. Mm -hmm. You just do what you do. Right. Right. That's that's all that you know God gave us the ability to do is be ourselves. Right. right. So trees grow leaves, birds fly, Ernesto does retreats. Mm-hmm. Right. If you love to do it, you love it. And that's on them. If they get something out of that, that's on them. Right. Right. But if I put myself in a position, because this is where we get stressed out and lost in our minds. Oh, I've got to please them. That's right. I've got to meet all these needs. It's Uh-oh, like, John. You know, man, that's a really tricky slippery slope <laughs> because you can't please everybody. That's right. That's right. No, no, I know that for a fact. Like, I think yeah. I heard uh, recovering codependent from you years ago, and I, I haven't stopped using that in my presentation because that—that's basically me. So, John, let's end this. Um, and and give the folks who are listening something. What now then? What what 
as a, the not typical psychotherapist hearing this, and they're doing the things, right? Hey, I want to do retreats, summits. I want to do buy homes. I want to be a keynote speaker. I want to be speak, blah, 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 blah. You know, what do you want to impart with them? What do you want them to know? Uh, it's, it's less of that. It's more of a question like, why do you want it? Like, why do you want that? Be because if the answer is not, it brings me joy and it feels fluid and you know, it's part of like what I do, then you should not do that. Mm. That's a very simple way, right? I know it's more complex, but, but the answer that's going to come down to, if something does not bring you joy, then you will not continue to do it at some level. And if, but if you, and if you force yourself to do it, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if, if, Getting into properties is a is a means to access another part of your life that brings you joy. Then you will go through all of the things that I don't do this, but you do, right? So you know more than I do about buying properties. All that work that goes into it and stress will be worth it, and you will love it just the same because you know that it's going to be a means to get to you somewhere else. Right. If that's not going to be the thing for you, then there's no amount of work that's going to be worth it. You're just going to get burnt out. Right. So my so my my question, well, my thing that I would impart would be the question like, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I I love that. And for those of you who are listening, again, uh, when when John and I have these conversations. <laughs> We don't know, only have these conversations when we have rum and coke in our hands, okay? So that <laughs> don't get that twisted. But we do have these types of conversation. One of the things then I guess we are imparting and we're having a conversation here is John used the word joy. And when you look at the, the that word joy from a metaphysical perspective, it's not about the emotion. It's about a state of mind and it's about an attitude. And I think that's it, Right. Be joyous and be grateful where of, of what you have at the moment and things will come your way. I think on social media, there's such a rat race. Unconsciously, we're told, unconsciously, we're told we have to do all the things in order to reach a sense of fulfillment, an ego, an ego perspective, right? I, I think we have to have a movement of Am I giving value? Am I is this giving me joy? Am I giving value to the communities that I'm talking to? You know, I yeah, think we have you're, to you're yeah. Sorry to cut you off. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. The the value is in the joy that you give. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. The value is in what you give from a place of joy, not obligation, right? Or, you know, trying to get acc accolades or adulation. Okay. Right. So your presence is the gift, hmm. right? It's just, it comes in different forms. Yeah. So w when we're connecting with people, we know we're going to have different friends and we're going to have different personalities that we connect with better. It's in the connection that we, that we get the value. Um, I, I, I like the, the spirit of, where you're going with these questions because it really gets to the heart of like our true essence. Right. Because if, if we don't get to the, to the reality of what we're doing and why, then it's really easy to get caught 
in a game of like shoulds and ought tos and you know playing roles and you know it, it's just it's just endless and it's not fun i don't particularly like it and i'm not saying that it's not a fit for some people you know in so many ways i mean there's plenty of people who are super like born superficial i don't mean that in a negative way i just mean that's just where they're at that's okay mm-hmm. but if you are the type of person and you inherently or sorry more like consistently feel like something's off or this doesn't resonate with me or why am i doing this or i'm burnt out like there's a lot of good information that your body and your soul is giving you there that That's you should right. probably pay attention to, right? Because think about the alternative. Like if you come out of that with all kinds of wisdom and all kinds of experience, how much more can you give back from that place of deprivation, Huge. right? It's like if you come out of a depressive episode and you're present with your feelings in your body, how much more can you give back? Mm-hmm. From that place of love and, and presence. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know, the, the the toxicity of where people are at, if they're angry, they have resentment, they have this dark part of their soul, that is going to seep out in the way that you are on stage. And we know that for a fact. It seeps out on social media. And that's probably why we kind of backed out of certain groups on social media, because it's like, don't you see where your soul situation is at right now? You're combative. You've lost a sense of yourself. You're consumed with this. It's not fun and it's exhausting. It's not fun. Stop trying to change people online. They're not going to change. Mm-hmm. Create groups like you're creating. People will follow. You'll create new systems and you know, new, new ways of doing things like, you know, and, and, and leaving certain things is just as loving as giving attention to people who are, who need help. Ooh. Right. Because you're showing people your truth. Right. Even by your absence. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Thank you for all you've taught me. I'm moving on now and I wish you all the best. Like how, how is that not loving? That's right. That's right. Right. So we're always discerning from that place of, uh, authenticity and truth, and how can you not be giving joy and love from there? Because you're just you're just being honest. Yeah, and even right? and you're right, John. And even if uh, all those people who taught you what not to be and what not to do, <laughs> yeah. I think we should be grateful for them too, right? Man, like, well, dude, you you are you are speaking the language. And I don't mean to be dramatic here, or like what, like you're speaking the language of Christ, like. You are really in that love vibration because yes, every single person is playing a piece of this. And when I see that, there's no resentment. I appreciate you. It doesn't mean I have to be around you. But yes, thank you so much <laughs> for the lessons that you gave me. You taught me and I appreciate no goodbye. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you can do yes. that. You can do that with love and peace. You know? Right. And but you anyway. St- and you can stick to people who are giving you a lot of good positive vibe teaching you the ropes encouraging you you know those are the people to stick around but there's other you know that spectrum of of people that's like ooh yeah goodbye <laughs> thank you for teaching me what not to be and how not to see, be, speak to people or treat people yeah. goodbye thank you um yeah. that's great. that's great that's great we're not going to go into that rant john, john because uh that's going to that's going to require rum and coke at hand right yeah I mean, and you can do, for sure and you could do a full you could do a whole other episode. 
on separating from toxic professional relationships. Oh my gosh. We have tons of those to talk about, but um, this is, for those of you who are listening, uh, this is not the end where I'm going to have John as a guest. Uh, he's a really good friend of mine. I really look up to him and, you know, not very many people I, I talk to on a level that is contemplative, that is intentional um, and vulnerable. And if you can find someone like John in your life, stick to them as fast as possible and as much as possible, because I can tell you the freaking rat race of our, our, our profession is so gross at times that you just need to find a group of people or that just one person that brings you back to the reality and who you are. So John, thank you so much for being on. Oh, thanks, man. It's been great. Thanks for the kind words. And as always, man, it's so good. Good talking with you and doing these these podcast episodes. Enjoy it. So awesome. And let's do it again. Absolutely, we will. So um, I will have the show notes, um, this conversation on the podcast. I'll also have uh, John's um, uh, websites and all of that stuff. And John, you, you had your own podcast. What happened? That's another <laughs> podcast episode about stopping projects. John, I really appreciate you and your time. 